Hey guys, welcome to the newest episode of Top of the Hill. Got a pretty packed show for you today. We're going to talk some NBA, a lot of NBA actually. We're going to talk some NBA All-Star because that's in a couple of weeks in March. We're going to move along after that. We're going to talk about Naomi Osaka and the run that she's been on, just recently winning the Australian Open for her fourth Grand Slam. We're going to move along to some college hoops where there's been a lot of action all over the place, but more specifically in the Big Ten. Then we're going to wrap up the show with some NFL talk. As always, we love our NFL talk on Top of the Hill. And then we can't forget our top of the hill takes. So that's our show. Hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome into the newest episode of Top of the Hill. I'm your host, Logan Hill, joined by my co-host, Tyler Kirk. And before we get started, it's been a long week. How are you doing today, Tyler? I'm doing good. Been a very rough week with school, but good. How about you? Yeah, I can feel that. Busy school, work, play, extracurriculars. It is a very busy time to be a college student. But it is what it is. We're back in the lab here for another podcast. We got to get started. I have to start the show off. I might need a couple of minutes here. I have to issue my apologies to the Washington Wizards. We had a podcast, and I said, free Bradley Beal. He's playing great. Free Bradley Beal. Since that, I'm maybe not since that, but in their last seven games, they've won six of them. The Wizards have won six of their last seven, and I look like a fool. Bradley Beal is a great player on a team that is now competing in the East, even though the East is much more lackluster than the West. But I'm sorry to any Washington Wizards fans out there, any Washington Wizards owners that might listen to our podcast and got their feelings hurt the other day. I'm sorry. Logan Hill is sorry. Don't free Brad because the Wizards might be cooking something up. The hometown Wizards. That's what I'm calling them from now on. They're our hometown Wizards. You can't hate on them. But while we're on the Wizards... You were telling me something the other day about this guy that like put a bet on the Wizards or something? Yeah, he bet $10,000 for the Wizards to win the NBA Finals this year. And since then, for whatever day it was, probably the same around the same day that you called him out, they've literally won six of their last seven games. They're only lost to the Clippers. And if that bet hit, which no one expects it to, he would win $5 million. Five million dollars. You said yep. he what? Bet ten k. Ten k. Yeah. Ten k to win five mil. If the hometown Wizards can bring home the ten k, that's just like I don't yeah. know. I mean, he just probably has money on money because oh, so. at that point you're just like, let me pick a team. Yeah. Throw honestly. some money. So the Wizards are currently twelfth in the East. They have a record of twelve and eighteen. They are trailing the Hawks, the Bulls, the Pacers, and the Hornets, who sit in that eighth spot. So they're four spots out of the eighth seed in the playoffs, which is how many make the playoffs. I believe there's also a play-in game this year. I'm not sure. I'd have to check that. So maybe nine seeds in play, too. We don't know. We'll figure it out down the line when we get to that podcast. But like I said, the East is not the greatest. So if they go on a run, this run is going, it has got to come to an end soon just because teams cool off, teams get hot. It goes like that. But if they can get back above 500 and play back and forth with 500 ball all season, who knows? Maybe Bradley Beal is balling on Joel Embiid in the first round, and I look like a fool, and the Wizards run to the ship. That guy wins $5 million. That would be something. We have to talk about Russell Westbrook. 
He's clutch now. I mean, he was clutch before. <laughs> kind of, I guess. He's but kind of clutch. I don't know. Yeah. I've seen him in a bunch of clutch moments recently. Against but, the Nets. Yeah, against the Nets, he had that big winner. We talked about it in the last episode, I think. Uh, Russell Russell Westbrook, he's cool. <laughs> Did you see when that ball went, like, underneath of the side barrier? Like, so far under, and Bradley Beal had to, like, climb under to get it. Did you see oh, that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They were like, he really does it all. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, I've never seen somebody climb. I mean, I guess it's different too. in a pandemic season where there's not any fans or anything. But yeah. he literally was up under the bleachers. I've been there before. That sucks. Not a fun time. Not a fun time. Most definitely, you bump your head on the bleachers. That's terrible. But, yep. I got my apology out there to the Wizards. They have some notable wins in their win streak. Let me mention it before we move along to some other stuff. They beat the Celtics, the Trailblazers, my Lakers, our Lakers, very badly. I think it went to OT. It did go to OT. Yeah, I, did, caught, yeah. I caught the very end of it, and I caught OT, and then the Wizards were just clutch and the Lakers were not. We'll get to that in a little bit. They beat the Nuggets twice, and we were talking about it before we started the Nuggets had a chance to tie and force OT or win the game last night. They were trailing by two with one possession left, basically. It was like a three-on-one, three on one, yeah. and they shot a three-point attempt mm-hmm. to try and win the game, and it was ugly. It was yeah. a very ugly three-point attempt. What, what? Why? Why would you not no, force dude, I OT? I saw a picture of when, like, Jamal Murray had the ball, and I think the Wizards, like, so there was a guy on him, and then a dude was, like, coming up to help with a double team. And there was, like, the two other guys were just standing wide open. And the Nuggets had, like, th- three dudes at the other yeah. end of the court. Like, you don't want to win the game? I get I it. I or get tie it. it, at least. Literally, just tie I it. get that it's a long season. Still, And though. wins and losses in February might not matter when it gets around. Never know. I don't the know. West, when did the playoffs might... start this year? June? Yeah. June? I don't know. But who knows? But go hometown Wizards. <laughs> Got to talk about some other NBA stuff. The Lakers are sliding. I believe the stat I saw was that they've lost four of their last five. No, four in a row. They've lost four in a row. They might be zero oh and five or yeah. five and five, Without something AD. like that. Without AD in the lineup, he's hurt right now. Not very good. And I don't know. I, if you ask me, I think that's much to do about nothing because AD, when healthy, is a top five player in the league. Mm-hmm. So you take him out, of course, the Lakers' play is going to go down. They're also missing Dennis Schroeder, who's a very good mm-hmm. guard defender. So. Like I said, much to do about nothing, but um, it's a hard time to be a Lakers fan, and I have to play this sound right now. No more parties in LA. Please, baby, no more parties in LA. So please, no more parties in LA until we can get some wins back on the road. They're playing right now. We're recording. It's Friday night. They're playing the Blazers. Pretty good game. We just saw LeBron. Kentavious Caldwell Pope to LeBron James dunk. Who would have thought? You'd love to see it. That's not even the most interesting NBA moment from this week. Lou Dort hit a game winner. Lou Dort. Harden stopper, Lou Dort. 30 points in game seven, Lou Dort. He has quickly catapulted his way into my, I said it earlier this week, he's in my top three favorite players in the league right now, just to watch. I don't know why, I just think he's awesome. He just balls. Literally, he just balls. He gets his, I mean, and Shea, Shea balls too. There was a stat, I saw it on Twitter, it was like 40 points or something. He's sitting around 40 points in, like, his last seven games. Like, he's just been, been balling. getting he's his buckets. Tear. And the Thunder, all the talk about them is now that they're officially tanking. But I don't know. You got. They said that pieces. last year, too. Yeah, they CP3. said that last year. They, they ran to the fourth seed with CP3, but mm-hmm. they moved a lot of their pieces, moved on from Steven Adams. That the, was a surprising move. The Lou yeah. Dort and Shea Gilgis-Alexander show. Yeah. But they played tonight, too. They played the Hawks. And How before, old is Lou Dort? I want to say Lou Dort is, like, 22. I don't know. I'll I look know it up Shea's, right. like, I'll look it up right now. 
Um, he's young though because he's like new to the league. He's not been in the league that yeah. long. He was undrafted. He was born in born April. When, hold on. When's your birthday? January twenty seventh. 2000? Yeah. Okay, not 1999. He was born April 19th, 1999. Really? Yes. Yeah, so Lou so is 21 years 22, old. Yeah. You and Lou Dort are the same age, and he hit a game winner in the NBA. That's tough. It's tough. I'm still 20, so, I mean, he's older than me. What do you expect? <laughs> but he entered the league in, he was second team all Pac-12 in 2019 in the Pac-12 freshman of the year at Arizona State. I'm pretty sure that's where he played. Give me one second. Um... I don't know. He's from Montreal, Quebec, which is pretty epic. Yes, he did play at Arizona State, and then he went undrafted in 2019. So I believe this will be his second season. So mm-hmm. last year he was yeah. a rookie last year. Yeah. Harden stopper in his rookie year. Harden stopper. I don't know. Lou Dort's epic. But like I said, we talked about Shea. We talked about Lou Dort. CP3's been balling lately too. The Suns have been balling lately yeah, too. Devin Booker. Is a baller. We're going to talk about him in the All-Star in a little bit. The Suns are in the fourth spot in the West right now. And let's just take a minute. I think it is so cool, for whatever reason, to see the Suns be good, a good team. Yeah, yeah a legitimate good team. I was too young to watch the Steve mm-hmm. Nash, Amari Stoudemire years. And Steve Nash is one of my favorite players of all yeah. time. I just think he's awesome. Mm-hmm. So it's unfortunate that I like didn't get to watch that part of the NBA. The first year, the first year I ever watched NBA was the year that the Thunder and the Heat played in the finals. Yeah. So my NBA knowledge is like, I think that was 2012. Oh, 2012, yeah, 2012 to 12, present. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so it's cool to see the Suns good. I mean, Phoenix is a cool place to play. They got cool jerseys. It's mm-hmm. the Valley. Yeah. Got my boy Jalen Smith out of Maryland. Yes, Hashtag he a terp. <laughs> DeAndre Ayton, who when he got drafted there, it was like, uh, wow. But now he's like a baller, he so that's balling, cool. Yeah. Um, and Devin Book's been balling his whole time yeah. there. They just haven't had good pieces around. Yeah, I mean, them. I think we talked about the Bubble Suns a while ago. They were like the Ten most electric out. team yeah. in basketball. They didn't make um, it eight and zero in the bubble. Or eight and zero, yeah. Yeah, and then so it's cool. It's cool to see them be good. It's cool to see different teams be good. Mm-hmm. Now you got the Lakers. The Jazz are really good. I mean, mm-hmm. we could sit here and do a whole podcast about the Jazz. They put a beat down on the Lakers the other night. I had to turn it off in the third quarter. I couldn't watch the King get beat up anymore. But, I mean, that's all of our NBA, NBA talk, I guess. We got to talk about the All-Stars. We're going to draft our own teams. So it's supposed to be, it was supposed to be Team Kevin and Team LeBron, KD and LeBron James. Might be Team Giannis and Team LeBron this year because KD's not going to play. Was it because of injury? Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's just going to sit out the All-Star break or whatever. And, I mean, that's kind of to be expected. I'm surprised more players aren't doing it with just how quickly the season turnaround started. Because... 82 games or 72 this yeah, year. 72, That's yeah. a lot of basketball games to mm-hmm. play. So the starters this year for the East, it's going to be, well, it's supposed to be KD. He was replaced by Jason Tatum. So it's going to be Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo. How did you like that pronunciation? That was pretty good. That was good. one try, one try. Do it three times fast. No, not happening. Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, and Kyrie Irving. Not too shabby of a starting five. And then in the West, it's going to be LeBron, Steph, Luka, Jokic, and Kawhi. I'd pick the West over the East if you ask me, but I have LeBron bias. I guess I'm looking at now. Well, I guess Steph is a small, but other than Steph, their next like shortest player is probably what Kawhi. It's, Maybe it's, it's either Kawhi or Luca. I think Luca might be like six seven. Yeah, Luca is six. So seven, probably yeah. Luca. I mean, he's just that guard that but he's, he's have, literally the positionless basketball. Yeah, player. Bradley Beal and Kyrie Irving who are both like six three. Yeah, and I mean Jason Tatum's 
Probably six, nine, probably maybe, similar height eight. to KD, but yeah. KD is literally probably like nah. seven foot four. Is it Tatum six eleven? I don't know. KD's the Slim Reaper, <laughs> but he's not going to be there. So we're going to draft our teams. We're going to play rock, paper, scissors right here to decide who gets the first pick. We're going to draft our starters, then we're going to draft our reserves. We're going to go two for three? Yeah. All right, best two out of three, rock, paper, scissors. All right, first one was a draw. <laughs> Both pick scissors. All right, I won the first one. I picked scissors. Tyler picked paper. Who picks paper? Oh, he picked paper <laughs> again, and I picked rock. Okay, tied up. Game three. Oh, we both pick scissors again. Paper, I win. Who I get the first paper, pick. Bro. Who picks paper? The switch above the century. Uh, All right. All right. Hold on. Let me get some paper. We should write this down. All right, so let's get this draft rolling. It's my pick first. I just won the rock, paper, scissors game of the century. I wonder who you're going to pick. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? With my first overall pick, I am picking Mr. Year 18, the king himself, LeBron... James. LeBron James. I'm picking LeBron. That's my first pick. All right. Now you get to make a pick. I'm going to give Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's twice. Giannis. All right. So I need somebody to match up with Giannis. I'm going to take... Oh, my goodness. My starters list is all messed up right here. I'm taking Nikola Jokic. Interesting. Give me Steph Curry. Oh, my goodness. Stealing picks oh, out here. Yes, sir. Giannis and Steph, basically the biggest dynamic duo, height-wise, ever to play in the NBA. <laughs> so you just took Steph Curry. I'm going to take my man, my new favorite player. Nope, you can't. I can't take him? Oh, wait, who are you going to say? I can't have Bradley Beal? Yeah, no, you can't take him. Why? Do you want <laughs> You're him? talking smack to him. I have to take him now. I'm yeah, doubling down on my apology. Put Bradley Beal on my team. All right. Uh, give me Kyrie. Oh my I'll goodness! Take, I'll take you got two, all the guard play. Guard. Yes, sir. All right, but that's fine because I'm taking Luka Doncic. Mm. All right, there's two. I'm sorry, there's three starters left on the board. You can still take Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, or Kawhi Leonard. Mm, yeah, give me, give me Embiid. He's been balling this year. All right. Another guy in the MVP conversation, Joel Embiid for Tyler. All right, so two guys left. We got Kawhi, and we have Jason Tatum. I think I'm going to pick – I mean, Kawhi's just a robot, and he gets his numbers every night. But I'm rocking with Jason Tatum. Really? Oh. He's a young up-and-comer. I like Jason right. Tatum. I'm going to put him on my team. He's a Celtic, so, I mean, I don't like him that much. But Jason Tatum is on my team. So you get Kawhi, and then you'll get first pick with the reserves. But let's run through the reserves list real quick before – we get started, but let's let's before we even get there. All right, so it's gonna be LeBron, Jokic, Brad, Luca, and Tatum facing off against Giannis, Steph, Kyrie, Embiid, and Leonard. I don't know. I think my team's got yours. All right, I think my team's got yours. Keep thinking that. All right, so for our reserves, and I'm just gonna go straight down the list. Demontis Sabonis, who replaced someone because of an injury, he'll be making he his re- first all-star replaced appearance. Tatum because of the KD injury because Tatum got bumped up to the starter. Talk about trickle-down all-star economics. <laughs> so then it's... Oh, the- you know you know what's crazy about that, though? He earns a $1.3 million incentive bonus because he made the all-star. Talk about trickle-down all-star economics. KD getting the guys around the league. I know. Paid. Look at KD, he's a, he's man. A, he's a player man. <laughs> so yeah. Sabonis, Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons... Nikola Vucevic, Devin Booker, who also replaced 
someone because of Anthony injury. Davis, replaced yeah. AD because of injury. So, I mean, how he didn't get an all-star vote, or he probably got a vote, how he didn't get selected mm-hmm. straight up is weird just because he's been balling. He's on. He's the leading scorer on the number four team in the West right now. So you would think that would be enough, but he's going to be there anyway. It doesn't really matter. Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, CP3, and Zion Williamson. So like I said, you get the first pick. That's a long list, a lot of great players. Who are you going with on the first pick? Radio silence. Hold on. Give me Dame Dollar. Dame Dollar. Why did I say Dollar. Dame Dalla. All right, well, he's an assassin. He's playing right now, and they're not beating my Lakers. It's 240 in the third, 76 to 69. Lake show. Anyways, <laughs> so you took Dame. I'm going to take hmm, – I'm taking Zion. Mm, Zion. I just want to see a LeBron to Zion lob. That's all fair. I want to see. Fair. Uh, Give me – I'll take James Harden. James Harden. So you have shooting for days so I far. Do, your team. You got James, James and Kyrie, who have already been balling together. Sure, I get that chemistry going. And then Dame. Dame, I mean, is a great shooter too. But I'm taking Devin Booker because I need some shooting on my team. Fair enough. Who you Dude, got next? Give me Julius Randle. He's been oh, my God. He just picked Julius Randle. I did. All right. Julius Randle. Balling for the Knicks this year. I think that's awesome because, like I said, I've probably said it on, like, a podcast from forever ago, is Julius Randle was, like, one of the original, like, Lakers, like, mm-hmm. draft picks when I started watching the Lakers. It's cool to see him prosper in the league. Yeah. Even if it is with the Knicks, but, I mean, I'm pretty sure the Knicks have a better record than, or the same record as the Celtics right now. So Probably. Yeah, so, I mean, that's pretty good. I'll ch- I have the East standings right here, I'll tell you. The Knicks are seventh and the Celtics are sixth, both with a 16 and 17 that's record crazy. right now. That's wild. So you picked Randall. I've okay. Who else is out there? Who do I need? What do I need on my team? Everything. Hey, simmer down. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. What's his nickname? Is it like the Stifle Tower? I'm taking Rudy Gobert. Oh yeah, it's I'm French. Not sure. Rudy Gobert. So you are not. Scoring inside because I have Nikola. I don't care, and bro. I got Gobert. Steph, Kyrie, yeah, Harden, and Dame. I don't need a scorer inside. You better hope they don't let us goaltend. <laughs> better hope they don't let us goaltend. All right. All right. Uh, Who's your next pick? Give me Zach Levine. All right, Zach. Oh, I'm Levine. picking all the guards. I yeah, care. I mean, there's only one basketball. Um, but Zach Levine, another guy that has been balling this year. I mean, he is literally like the splash bro that got left in Chicago. It's just crazy. I mean, he's, like, I think I've seen, like, three times this year where he's had games with, like, eight or ten threes. Yeah. Like, it's nothing. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. But I can't let this man sit on the board anymore. I wanted to take him first, but I was like, I'm going to sit back and let him sit there for a while. My guy, Chris Paul, CP3, my team, I want him. I traded for him on my 2K, my league that I started the other day. (laughs) He's, like... One of my, I think he might also be in my three favorite players to watch right now. I think it might be yeah. LeBron, Dort, and CP3. So he's on my team. You can't have him. That's fun. Um, let's see. Give me Vucevic. Vucevic. Nikola yeah. Vucevic. And I did not want to pick him because I think he's lame. But he, he balls though. Yeah, but he's. I guess he's cooler than me. I just make a podcast That's and he true. plays in the NBA, NBA. but. Whatever, whatever. All right, who is still out there that I can take? I can take Ben Simmons. 
Paul the George. best defender in Who's the league. Who's out there still? I think it's, it's Donovan Jaylen Mitchell, Jalen Brown, Paul George, Ben Simmons. Is that it? Yeah, Ben Simmons. I think that's it. Yeah. And uh, Sabonis. Did you take Sabonis? No, I did not. Nobody's yeah. taking Sabonis yet. But that man's getting paid like $1.3 million. He can wait to be paid. <laughs> I'm taking playoff P. Paul George. Another OG Logan Hill fan favorite. Because if you knew me when I was like 13, before I was a Lakers fan... I rocked with the Pacers for a while. I liked the team that went up against LeBron in the Eastern mm-hmm. Conference Finals, semis maybe, a couple of years, with like Lance Stevenson, Roy Hibbert, yeah, and Paul George yeah, was Roy the Hibbert. best player on that team. Frank Vogel, who coaches the Lakers now, was that coach. So that's pretty the epic. head coach? Yeah, he was the head coach of the Pacers I back I did not then. know that. But anyways, who is your next reserve pick? Give me Sabonis. DeMontis Sabonis, who plays for the Pacers right now. Look at, yes, look at us go, yes, man, sir. just making connections. So, bonus. All right, Curry, so man. I'm going to make a pick, and then will there only be two left? I think. Who's left? Jalen Brown, Ben Simmons. Donovan Mitchell? Donovan Mitchell, yeah. All right, I let me look at my team right here. I got a lot of length already, but you can always use more length. I'm going to take Ben Simmons. I don't need the shooting. I got ha, it other didn't places. Didn't want him anyway. Good, because he's on Donovan my team. Mitchell. Spider. Okay, you get Donovan Mitchell. Does that leave me with? Jalen oh, Brown, Brown yeah. not a bad person to get left with. Okay. All right, so let me just read these teams real quick because my team wins in four games in a seven-game series. Don't know about all that. All right, so we got our starters. I think I went through it already, but just one more time. Tyler is starting probably Steph at the point, Kyrie at the two, one mm-hmm. or the other, and then he's got Kawhi and Giannis and Embiid down low. Pretty solid all the way through. I mean, it is an all-star game, so everywhere is going to be solid. For me, I got Jokic at my center. I'm probably going to have LeBron or Tatum at, like, the power four. But let's be honest, LeBron's probably going to play point guard. He's going to be the one, yeah. And then Brad and Luka. Luka, another guy that can play anywhere mm-hmm. you need him. So that's a good starters matchup. I mean, and then your reserves, you have Dame, you have James Harden, Julius Randle, Zach Levine, Vucevic, Sabonis, and Donovan Mitchell. So you got some guard, You got a lot of guard play mm-hmm. and then two very solid bigs. So, I mean... Your bigs might get a little tired, but you also have Giannis, who has been Man, back-to-back MVP. I'll, put all, so I'll start all my guards. I don't care. Okay, and then I'm going to put Zion on Steph and let him go to work. I wish I could put Blue <laughs> Dort in this All-Star game because I would. He is a defensive <laughs> menace. My reserves, Zion. Would, yeah, because I have James Harden, so you yeah, just put exactly. Blue Dort Harden stopper. Him. Zion, Devin Booker, Rudy Gobert, Chris Paul, Paul George, Jalen Brown, and Ben Simmons. Two very good teams. I mean, and then we'll see how the actual All-Star draft shakes out. This could end up being close. It probably won't be. Never probably know. not at all. But if it's close, can we even bet on that somehow? Like, there's probably a way to bet on which <laughs> probably, players yeah. get picked. But that is what it is. We just wanted to have a little bit of fun. That's about all the NBA we have for you guys on this episode. Let's move along to some other sports. Where else to start? Naomi Osaka. We are a tennis podcast. Not really. But for yeah, right now, are. for right now, we're a tennis podcast. Naomi Osaka, I mean... You and I both watched her play against Serena the other night because that was the that was the really big matchup. That was the semifinal. Mm-hmm. She went on to win. She beat Jennifer Brady in the finals two zero. Mm-hmm. She beat she be, I think yeah. she beat Serena in straight sets too. Yeah. I mean that was like last week, so I don't really remember it great. But I was watching it and it just Naomi seemed like she was a little nervous. Not, yeah, nervous. Yeah. I was gonna say not the word I didn't I didn't want to use the word intimidated, but yeah. nervous probably. Because yeah, she like, idolized her. Yeah, I mean, she up, grew so. up. Can, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, we're 21 and 20 now, so we grew up literally. The biggest comparison would be like in basketball, like growing up watching LeBron and then playing against If we him weren't five foot yeah. eight, 
um, yeah. would be better. <laughs> and, and good at basketball. Yeah. yeah, and good at basketball. <laughs> um, I mean, I was hooping in the underground league, but I don't, I don't want to disclose that on the podcast. I'm keeping that there. But if we were good enough to go to the league, we it'd be like playing against LeBron James. Yeah. So, but then she quickly like settled in and, just, and yeah, just, just switch did the her thing, and she looked. On. She looked like not that she was playing with Serena because Serena Williams is so good that you can't play mm-hmm. with Serena, but almost using her youth to the advantage mm-hmm. to to Serena's disadvantage is yep. she can't move. As well yeah. as she might have been able to five years ago, mm-hmm. because she is an older tennis player now. Just had a baby too. Yeah, and I, I want to see her win another one. I do. Yeah. Ho- yeah. Hopefully, this isn't the back half of her career. Oh my goodness, we have something to talk about after. But let's finish talking about Naomi Osaka. <laughs> she won the Australian Open, her fourth Grand Slam. She beat Serena two zero, and then she beat Jennifer Brady. Like I said, she's only twenty three. She's ranked number two in the world. Yep. She also is dating YBN Corday. So they not YBN anymore. Just I'm Corday. sorry, just Corday. They drop. He dropped the YBN. That's how big he is. So Corday and Naomi Osaka have got to be the youngest power Greatest couple out there right couple, now. Yeah. But they keep their whole like couple like their whole relationship under wraps, which yeah. is a good thing, I guess. I like but that. Yeah. It's epic because he's like one of the up and comers in the, the rap, rap music industry, industry right yeah. now, and then she's. Arguably the best tennis player out there right now. I wonder who's ranked first. I mean, I'll figure that out while we're talking, but I don't I don't watch a ton of tennis. I try to watch the people I want to watch. I like watching Osaka. What did what did you think when you got the chance to watch her? Do you watch a lot of tennis? Not a whole bunch. I mean, I watch big games like I've seen Serena play, you know, dozens of time times now, but it's funny cuz you and I were talking about before the matchup like this is just like the Mahomes Brady thing where it was like the baby goat versus the goat in yeah. Serena, so I thought that was pretty cool, and like you said, she definitely was using Serena's, like, you know, older age to her advantage, because there was times where you saw it, she would just hit it across the court, and Serena couldn't get there Yeah, in exactly. time, you know? Um, Ashley Barty from Australia is currently ranked first in the world. I think Osaka has to get to first eventually. I don't know how they yeah. decide the tennis rankings. How come she didn't win the Australian Open? Though? Yeah, I don't... I don't even think she played in... <laughs> Probably in the, not. Oh, it looks like she did. Oh. I think she lost... That's the number one. She lost in the quarterfinal in three oh. sets. So, I don't know. Osaka will be at number one eventually, yeah. I'm sure. And she's pretty, like, fun. Like, have yeah. you seen her in, like, her post-game interviews yeah, and stuff? Yeah, she's funny. She had the slip-up where she asked uh, Jennifer Brady, like, do you like to be called Jennifer or Jenny? And then I'm pretty sure Brady was like, Jenny. And then Osaka accidentally just said Jennifer anyway. <laughs> And so and so like some people have been like roasting her for that. That's and funny. you can tell it was just an accident. Yeah. I mean you just you're twenty three and you yeah. just won your fourth grand just, slam. Yeah. Like you're nervous. Yeah. So I mean, that is what it is. It's cool to be a little bit older now. I mean, twenty, not that old, but to be able to see these players at the start of their career yeah. to be excited for mm-hmm. what's to come. Like my parents were probably the same way when Serena got her start, but yeah. I was too young to know. Like I and just, we're like the same age almost, so it's it's pretty oh, cool like to see Naomi other Osaka, yeah, yeah to see other people like around the same age as you. Oh my gosh, be that yeah. successful. I, and I always growing up, I always thought that was weird because like now that we're in college and stuff, yeah. and we're at the same age as where there's people mm-hmm. our age playing in these leagues. I'm just yeah. like, like okay, our uh, 2018 high school class. I think that was the same year. I think Zion would have been in the same class as us because I, I think he was a year be- before us. Well, no, I, no, no. He, he was a freshman at Duke the same year we were freshmen. No, that we were freshmen in college. So he, he's like the same age as us. Yeah, he was a freshman when we were. 
He was no, he played at He was at Duke when we were sophomores, I think, in college. Okay. Maybe. I just I feel like I remember my sophomore yeah, year watching yeah, him yeah, blow so out his year below, uh, below us, yeah. Yeah, so I mean it doesn't it doesn't matter, but it's it is it is weird now to see people that are our age like John Morant's probably the same age as us, yeah. or like he might be a little bit older. It's just crazy to see them go into the league and do those things. Yeah. And now it's weird as a fan too, because yeah. it's like you don't, I don't idolize professional athletes the way that I used to when I was a kid. Yeah, or like when I was like in my teens. Like, but it's still it's a really cool thing. And Naomi Osaka is probably the next up and coming in tennis. But mm-hmm. what I remembered while we were starting to talk about this, because we talked about Serena Williams. Tiger Woods, of course, injured in that yeah. car accident the other day. I mean, I'm pretty sure he had to get a rod put in at least one of his legs. Yep. He suffered some leg injuries. He's okay as far as I know. Just, I hope, I don't know if he's going to golf again. I don't know. Hopefully he's fine. Hopefully he's okay and he's able to walk and be okay. That's the most important yeah. thing. If this is the end for Tiger Woods, not that it was taken away from us because, first of all, his life is the most important thing, yeah. but what a... What a career. I mean, he has his controversies and stuff like that, of course, yeah. but it just sucks because he was like not not growing and like getting up again, but he was starting to just become formidable, I feel yeah. like after his his, his drop off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean he won the Masters. That was an epic time because I think it was just like a, a Sunday morning and I didn't have anything else to watch mm-hmm. and I was just like, Oh, I'm gonna flip on the Masters and it's like, Oh, Tiger's about to win the Masters. Yeah. So uh, hopefully Tiger's doing okay. I mean, he's probably not started like any rehabilitation or anything no. that'll be coming soon. Yeah. But I mean, that's huge sports news. I don't know how we missed it in our prep. So yeah, I mean, that was just a little aside. Let's move along. Let's talk some college hoops. So getting into the college hoops talk, and I mean, this is let me just preface: it's going to be mostly some Big Ten because the Big Ten is arguably the best conference in college basketball this year. If you want to call me biased, go ahead. I do go to Maryland. I'm a Maryland fan. I'm a Maryland supporter. I cover Maryland sometimes. But I don't want to talk about Maryland right now. They they did win their last four games. Four games in eight days, all wins. On the verge of the bubble. 14 or and in, 10. If they finish yeah. strong, 2-1, and one, something like that in the regular season, 3-0, and oh, I mean, that's it, dreaming. Yeah. But <laughs> they'll definitely probably make it and have a decent showing in the Big Ten tournament. They'll definitely probably make the tournament. But that's not even my most interesting Big Ten news. I got a chance to catch some hoops Last night, Thursday night, hoops, Michigan, number three Michigan, Juwan Howard coached. I mean, it's his first year with his recruiting class in there. They're number three in the country right now behind Gonzaga and Baylor. I mean, Baylor just literally restarted their program. They were out because of COVID. They rolled to a win over Iowa, another ranked Big Ten team with Luca Garza, who's supposed to be, like, one of the top players in the country this year. Michigan, I think it was close to a 20-point win. They are just that yeah. good. They have one loss. They literally look like one of the best teams in the country. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that they're better or worse than a Gonzaga or a Baylor because I haven't watched a lot of either of those two teams play this year. And I don't know. I'm going to sit here and argue that I don't really even know who Gonzaga plays. They're a good team See, because they make their runs in the tournament that's the every thing year. About, but yeah, but that's the thing about Gonzaga every single year is, like, they always have this good record or they're undefeated, but they don't really play. I think they play in, like, yeah, they the play Mountain West yeah, Conference or they something. They don't play not, that many good teams at all. So it's so hard, you know, like making every fan making their bracket every single year. It's like, how far is Gonzaga really going to go? Because they're good, but it's like they don't really, yeah. they haven't played against Yeah, much. I mean, and they have good recruits. Jalen Suggs yeah. is one of the best guards yeah. in the country. They play in the West Coast Conference. I'm yeah. sorry, not the Mountain West Conference, but I was close. I mean, it's 12 20 at night. Give me, a, give me a break. But also, number four, Ohio State. Lost a nail biter to Michigan State, 
last night too, and that's good because I feel like Ohio State, they're a football school for sure. Like, we'll give them that. No one's going to dispute that. I hate it when they're good in basketball too because their fans just don't know how to act. They produce one of your favorite players though, D'Lo. D'Lo, yeah. I know, I know. They but, haven't been relevant since D'Lo, really. I mean, they're, they were basketball. they were up in the rankings last year, and I mean, they're in yeah, and out, but, but they don't have like – Exactly. They, they, they haven't yeah. gone deep in a tournament. Yeah. They haven't like been like a headliner, but they lost number four. They they lost to Michigan in their last game mm-hmm. or a little while before that, and then they lost to Michigan State last night, 71-67. And last night was the first time ever in which Michigan and Michigan State both beat top ten teams in the, in the same, same day. day. Yeah. So Iowa was in the top ten. I think they were like ranked eighth. Uh, so yeah, something like that. Eighth or ninth. So I mean that's that's a weird stat right there that Michigan and Michigan State, that's the first time because they're they're consistently year in and year yeah, out pretty good too. Good, yeah. So Tom I mean Izzo. that's that's pretty interesting. The season's gonna come to a close and March Madness is coming up, March sixteenth. Something I saw, and this could have changed since I saw it, is and I think it did actually change, is they said that once the play the tournament begins that there's not going to be like substitution teams if a team was to come down with COVID. Really? So yeah, so it's so that, that team would just forfeit. Yeah, so like forfeits could wow. arise, and I'm gonna look that up. But just I want you to go on for a second. Imagine if like they got a team, two teams got all the way to the national to, championship, and then, and the then team one had team to had to. So I mean, oh, that would be yeah. Oh, so I mean, terrible. March Madness is cool. What are what are you hoping to see from March Madness this year? I mean, we got it taken away last year. We didn't get to have it. Is there anything you're looking forward to? Any teams that you really want to see just get a shot to go play? I mean, you don't watch a lot of college basketball. There's I have, too much to I, keep up I with. usually do. This year, I haven't been as much. I mean, once March Madness comes around, I'll practically be watching every single game. Um, I would. I I do think it would be cool for. I don't know. I mean, Bayer, Baylor. They haven't really been. I guess they they're always pretty consistently good. But I don't know. I just want to see. Like I think this year. The only thing about this year is that there's not really fans. So I feel like there's going to be a lot less upsets. Because in college sports, fans are the momentum. Like, if a underdog goes on a run, and then you have the fans, like, cheering them on, they just continue that run during March Madness. And then the better team, you know, who's favored, they don't know how to stop it because they're just, you know, their heads are down everything. But this year, without the fans, I feel like there's going to be a lot less, uh, you know, upsets. So... We'll see how it goes. But it is interesting you said, like, but about the substitution thing. But what if, like you said, the two teams get down to the national championship and then one team does get COVID? Like COVID like, yeah, but, like, how, even with the substitutions, what would they do? Like, yeah, what so, team would they I mean, if, if that happened, like, they'd probably just reschedule. I feel uh, like yeah, you have I guess. to. It's the national But, like, what about the Final Four? Yeah, so I mean, what, maybe what I was Final able to find here would. about replacement teams, it says that the selection committee will identify the last four teams from any conference that were considered for at-large bids but not chosen and will rank them first through fourth, and they're going to be considered replacement teams. Okay. So if someone has to forfeit, they will, like, be subbed in. So even if, like, it's a Sweet 16 Elite Eight? I don't know. I, I'm not crazy. sure. It'll, and it'll be something that you just have to watch and see as, mm-hmm. like, it plays out. But basically what it says right here is that they're just – they're going to be asked to remain on the campus and continue to COVID test and just wait wow. to see, basically. That's crazy. So, I mean, imagine being on one of those teams. Yeah, really, like, and the NCAA tournament's going on, and you're just, like – Get down to the Sweet 16, and then you get play. substituted in, and you yeah. win. Oh, my God. That'd be wild. And then what happens if – 
the team who got COVID, like, would they just go back in? I have, That's I have no idea. And this is the world we're living That's in. That's actually wild. But uh, there's no tournament better than the, and at, I don't think in any the of sports March than Madness, the, the yeah. March Madness, the NCAA tournament, because it's single elimination. Mm-hmm. And it, pretty much at that point, it's any given night. I yeah. mean, you see great teams. I mean, Virginia, UMBC, that's all you need to know. A one can lose to a 16. That was was our senior year of high school. UMBC's, and I'm pretty sure it's going to make the March Madness bracket this year. They just need a chance. I know. They just need a chance. I mean, that was our senior year of high school, and I watched that whole game. They destroyed them. It's not like it was a nail-biter. Yeah, exactly. They destroyed them. They started pooling away, and then I was just like, what is what is going yeah. on? Right now? I had on my I have a yellow Maryland hat and it just has the Maryland demo on it. I took a Snapchat. I'll never forget this. I took a Snapchat and I drew like the UMBC <laughs> on it. And I was just like, let's go dogs. <laughs> but March Madness, it's gonna be awesome. The Big Ten's gonna have a lot of teams. The ACC is gonna get their teams. I don't I don't even know who the big dog in the ACC is this year. Maybe Florida State. Clemson was good. Clemson's but, been really. But they've good fallen back year. a little bit. I yeah. mean North Carolina. North Carolina might not even might, make. They the might tournament. make it. <laughs> Did they you might be see? In the did you see the Roy Williams quote from the other night? They like lost to Marquette, uh-huh. and it was like a rescheduled game or like a replacement game or something like that. And someone asked him about it, and he's like, "Well, if I knew we were gonna lose, I wouldn't have scheduled it." He's like, "We can't <laughs> operate in hindsight." It was just, it was like, do you I remember when him. that Coach K quote? What he asked that student reporter? Yeah, we talked was, about that lap, last. Yeah, it was like the good. It was the better version because it was Roy Williams. Yeah, basically. Yeah, like when Coach K is the villain, yeah. Roy Williams is the hero. I love Roy. But I think that's all we have for college hoops for this one. So let's move along. Let's go back to our bread and butter to wrap up the show. Let's talk some NFL. Because as always, there's a lot going on in the National Football League. All right, so getting right into our bread, like I said, our bread and butter, our NFL talk. Um, A lot going on in the NFL. We're just mainly going to focus on some QB drama because this year, more than any year that I can remember watching NFL, following the NFL, there's been so much quarterback drama throughout the league. I mean, you saw Matt Stafford get traded to the Rams. Jared Goff went to the Lions. The whole Deshaun Watson saga, I mean, we'll touch on that a little bit. But let's start with the probably the biggest QB news. Carson Wentz was officially traded to the Indianapolis Colts for a third-round pick and a conditional second-round pick that could become a first if he plays good. And at first, I think it's if he plays like 70%. Yeah, of so if he ends up being probably the, the starter, guy. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. When this trade happened, I was like, oh, wow, like Carson Wentz getting a new shot. What I didn't realize, Frank Reich was mm-hmm. the, quarterback the offensive trade. coordinator off, yeah. when the Eagles. the Eagles won the Super Bowl and Wentz had that great season before. Was it an ACL tear before he yeah. tore his ACL? I mean, the game that I remember most from that season of them was when they doubled. They were like playing a close game with the Rams, and then they just – that was, the game. The, that was that the game. That was the game he tore. Yeah, they just like blew him out at the end. So that's gonna hopefully it's a good fresh start for him yeah. because his time in Philly got sour real quick. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it looks like they're gonna move along with Jalen Hurts as the guy. I mean, I don't know. They have a top ten pick in the draft. They're saying they could, that they might pick a quarterback with their what six overall pick or something. Oh my god! That would be Imagine insane. how screwed you would be if you're Jalen Hurts. I mean, in college he had to move on yeah, from Alabama, Alabama because. Tua. Tua overtook him. That'd I mean, be insane. Did he, did he win the Heisman at Oklahoma? Yeah, he was in the voting. He was like second or third. He yeah. was in the voting that year. So I mean, he still had a good year, mm-hmm. and he was playing in the Jumpman uniform. So at yeah. least that's cool. But yeah, it's good to see Carson Wentz move to a new team. I think it's perfect scenario to be honest. Honestly, yes. Great offensive line. Great, great. running game. Great defense. Decent skill players. I mean, T.Y. Hilton's out there. Zach, I think but Zach Pascal, but he might be a free agent. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. 
But they also have like Michael Pittman. Yeah. T. I don't know. Oh what my goodness! Did you see that? Um, Wentz asked Michael Pittman if he could have number eleven. I did. And Pittman yeah. said no. Yeah, I did see that. Which I don't That's know. There's wild. there's two trains of thoughts, and I don't know exactly which one that I'm in because at the same time it's like, like. Honestly, like, why should I give you my number? It's not like you're Tom Brady. But at the same time, he's the guy throwing you the ball. I know. That's so tough. I don't know. But at the same time, maybe Carson Wentz gets a new number, and then he balls in it, and that's the number you remember I think he's going to ball either way, to be honest. I hope so. It would be good because you don't want to hate on Carson Wentz because he literally just fell from glory. Yeah, and he he was in probably the worst city to do so. He was playing. Yeah, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) Philly fans will not give you a break ever. Nope. I mean, I don't think anybody would argue they're the most in- most intimidating fans mm-hmm. in the NFL and arguably some of the worst to be an opposing fan yep. supporter. But other and other QB drama, I mean, Russell Wilson didn't advocate for a trade, but if he was going to be traded, he listed his teams. It's really weird. It's a weird scenario. I mean, he listed his teams that he would want to go to. And honestly, at the rate that the NFL is at now, this is probably the perfect time for him to do so. I mean... Yeah. Basically, what it's what it says to me is he says, "Look, Seattle, like, this is your year to prove it to yeah. me that, that you want me to continue to be the guy you want to, you want to get back to the glory." Because I think we talked about it on the last podcast. You literally won a Super Bowl in year two, mm-hmm. and then went well, back in year yeah. three and haven't done and then anything. hasn't really sniffed that game yeah. since. So, I mean, he's not getting any younger. He's thirty two. So, I mean, if he's gonna move on somewhere else. Hopefully it goes to a right situation because I think he wants to win another Super Bowl. Why would you be content with the one you have when you're playing as great as he yeah. is? And then, oh, the stat. The stat. The stat of the podcast. If you hear one stat from this podcast, it should be this one. It was a tweet from NFL and CBS. Hundreds of QBs have started 50 games in their career since the AFL-NFL merger. Hundreds. Only one of them has not thrown a pick six in his career. 50 starts, no pick sixes. Who do you think it is? Take a wild guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's Mitchell (laughs) Trubisky, the guy who's likely on his way out in Chicago unless he gets a new deal. I mean, they didn't pick up his option, so he's going to be a free agent. But I just love how stats figure out a way to work themselves out like that. This is wild. All the hate that he's gotten. All the quarterbacks. I mean, Lamar threw – I mean, he probably hasn't started 50 games yet in his career, but he threw his first one this year against yeah. the Steelers. He hadn't thrown one yet, and I thought that was so interesting. Mm. Brett <laughs> you, Favre threw one in his first career pass with the Falcons. Yeah, do you remember um, – I think it was like 2013 or 2014. Matt Schaub had like five games in a row oh, God, or like six yeah. games in a Brady row. Brady had like his first three six. this year. Well, it was the playoffs, or, or no, playoffs. The playoffs against the Titans. He threw a pick six. And then I think back going to back, into like – well, yeah, and then like going into – no, I think from that playoff game to, like, halfway through the season, he had, like, six games with a pick six or something. I don't know. It's or something six like pick that. sixes. I, I feel like with pick sixes, when it rains, it pours. I mean, so much. It does, yeah. So much has to go wrong for for interception to become a pick six. Yeah. Let's give some Mitchell. Let's let's have some Mitchell let's Trubisky give some love, love for once, yeah. on this podcast. And then the last QB that we got to talk about is Deshaun Watson, the never-ending debacle Saga, of yeah. Houston sports right now. He apparently met with the new head coach, David Culley, to try and smooth things over, but came out of that meeting and said that he still has no desire to play for the Texans. But the Texans have no desire to trade him. I mean, it's it's going to be ugly, and I think this could play out deep into yeah. 
the start of camp and the start of like the preseason. You could see Deshaun sit out. You could see him not report to camp. I don't think he's ever gonna play again. I think he. I think his next yeah. NFL days will be with another team. Yeah. I, I think he's done. I mean, I just saw today. I think it was today or yesterday that they released Duke Johnson, their running back and their starting center of the last like five or six years. So yeah, I mean, so and then DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, DeAndre now JJ Hopkins, Watt's gone. JJ so Watt. the legacy is gone. I mean, I don't know. What, like, why would you do all of this and then want to keep Deshaun? Like, yeah. obviously you'd want to yeah. keep him, but like, if he doesn't want to be there, he's saying he's not going to play. Why would you not believe him? And then you keep releasing all these players. Yeah, like, literally just try and get as much as you can if you're here exactly. right now because they don't have a lot of picks either. That's the thing. Is yeah, you, they have to do it before you want, this draft. You want them else. to hit a full reset. Yeah, but you're not going to be able to do it. You might as well start getting posi- yeah. in position because are you going to get a first round pick in this draft? Maybe. I mean, it depends if someone wants him bad enough. Oh, yeah, I mean, it depends if someone wants him They're bad enough. They're going to get at least, like, three first-rounders. each time you get closer to the draft, yeah, it gets harder to make that move, unless it's, like, a draft night trade. I mean, the league year hasn't started, so maybe yeah. the league year starts and we see Deshaun get dealt. Who knows? Yeah. But I don't know. It's just I'm just glad that the Ravens have their guy right now. Like, I'm glad that I'm a fan of a team that doesn't have a QB in How about flux. Trace McSwirly? That's the go-to backup. I mean, TikTok yeah. legend Trace <laughs> McSwirly. I mean, he's probably going to be the, the like, number one backup this year. RG3, they waived him. Yeah, so So, I mean, he showed a little bit in that Browns game when Lamar had the cramps and then against the Steelers <laughs> the when Lamar had COVID and couldn't play. But... Again, a lot of a lot of QBs on the move, a lot of QBs in flux in the NFL. The most important position in football, you want to have your guy, yeah. or at least a guy. A I guy, mean, yeah. So it's good to find that out. I mean, that's pretty much our show this week. Not a lot of NFL heavy. We had a lot of NBA to talk about. It's deep into the NBA. We've got to talk about some other sports, which is good, with the NFL being gone now. That's going to fill a lot of our shows. Okay, okay, okay. Let's do, let's do the top of the hill takes. Let's close the show. Ones. All right, this week, you can do yours first. <laughs> All right, I think with the addition of Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts, I think that they will make the AFC Championship game this upcoming season. The Colts in the AFC Championship yeah. game? Colts and Chiefs, probably, honestly. That would be that would be something for the Colts. Yeah. I mean, they have every yeah, other what you Yeah, what you hear about the Colts is that they're, one, they're just a quarterback, a quarterback away. away. Phillip Rivers was not that. And they almost beat the Bills. They, were, they lost by, what, three? I think they, and yeah, they, they had the ball three. in the last possession, but they mm-hmm. didn't. There was, like, a yeah. fumble at the end or and something. And the Bills went to the fumble. championship yeah. game. So. so, yeah, I mean, I could see that. They have Darius Leonard on the defensive side, a very quick, young, fast defense. I, I don't hate that take. It is a top-of-the-hill take for a reason. Well, cheers, though. My top-of-the-hill take is that the Phoenix Suns – I'm going to give my the Phoenix Suns some love. Is But, okay, not too much love. The Phoenix Suns are going to be playing in the Western Conference Finals this year. They're going to be playing the Lakers, and they're going to lose to the Lakers. I need your button right now. My button. What did he say? What did he say? What did he say? But I don't know. I like the Suns. I just want to see the Suns in the Valley uniforms, the, like, dark ones with the, like, colors on the front. That's a bold take, though. I want to see them play. When was the last time they made the playoffs? I don't know. I do not know. <laughs> I mean, well, they're going to make the playoffs for sure. Yeah, but I'm not checking that stat In right the now, West, going to the champ. Okay, the, but who's beating them? It's Chris uh, Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Eaton. Chris, Chris Paul has Smith. been to... I just okay. I want Chris Paul to win a ring before he retires. Will that happen? No, probably. He's not not. going to retire before LeBron retires. You think he's going to beat LeBron in the in the and in the the NFC? I guess you have to wait and see the Western Conference. I guess you have to wait and see. But that does it for us on this 
this episode of Top of the Hill. It was fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. That's our show. Peace.